Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night? Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We're ready to believe you. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Flame On. Oral, what the hell are you doing? I'm sighing. Is that what that is? I'm sighing. Yes, I'm sighing because Havoc is panting but very heavily. Podcast is an audio medium. I was sitting there watching you like, what is that? You I don't, probably I don't just think beat Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What? Uh, okay, so we got BJ. Hey, what's up? Oral. Hi. Eric. Howdy. Pat. What up? So, we are Geeky Podcast. We are here to talk about the last few weeks of all that is gay and geeky minus RuPaul because if you're paying attention there's Ru-cap a RuCast drag race start your engines RuCap drag race may the best woman best woman wagon wheel burlesque you went very share there for a second burlesque or if you uh, ask Trixie Mattel her favorite TV show is Bender La Creme's drag race oh my god yeah. I saw that today and I was like ooh that's the twist Shade of season three. Of the winner <laughs> lip syncs against Ben Delacroix. I mean, it works. So we are here to talk about everything else but that. That's your RuPaul mention. But if you do like RuPaul, go check out a Drag's new spandex recaps. They are there coming out on Mondays, I think. A wonderful turnaround. Can we all give a round of applause to our illustrious producer? Yeah, it's pretty quick. So I handsome. Just, I can't even. He's having a drink in his own honor. That's what's happening. Ooh, that reminds me. I owe Big Daddy money. That's right. So <laughs> we're going to jump right in on some movies and movie news because I don't think any of us have seen actually mo- any movies since last time we talked. No, no. What? That what? is not what? true. Wait, what'd you see? And you know I'm terrible at remembering. 
I saw Call Me By Your Name. Oh, you did. You yes. did. Oh, I want to see it. Also called Be Emotionally Prepared to Be Emotionally Gutted. Oh. It is oh. It is gorgeous. Is it? Is it sadness porn? It's sadness it is not porn. sadness porn. It is gorgeous. It is smart. It is dense in a lot of aspects. Um, sometimes you go like moments without dialogue. Uh, Army Hammer does a great job, but the actor who plays Elio steals the show. Timothy Charlemagne. Yes, he is. But Charlemagne? No, no, not Charlemagne. No, no. not Charlemagne. Okay, Charlemagne. Charlemagne. He is Shalome. He gives you this depth that you wouldn't expect from someone who's only in his early 20s, but it was phenomenal and it just leaves you and a lot of your feelings. A friend of mine said, he's like, I feel like part of me is still sitting in that theater, just like stuck in this moment because it's very, like it's, it's very arresting. So yes, call me by your name. I went to the movies. Good job. Way to get out there and do something. I also saw a current Oscar favorite. I don't believe this. I saw Lady Bird. You did? Yes. Oh my gosh. How was that? Um, Aunt Jackie deserves the Oscar. Aunt Jackie from Roseanne? Yes. She's (laughs) in that? She's the mom of the titular Lady Bird. Oh, really? Yes. And it's fantastic. Yeah? If you came from more of a small town upbringing, which Sacramento really isn't small town. Like you did? Like I did. Yep. You definitely empathize with the lead character wanting a dream that i am bigger than where i'm growing up how many uh, stoplights did your town have we had a blinking red light a blinking red light that's yeah. right and lots of corn yes lots that's of corn good. and that's soybeans good. oh and yes. soybeans oh, yes. very progressive exactly <laughs> diversifying so, our crops. so but good overall you'd recommend it yes okay it's very good good anybody else see a movie i didn't i don't see movies i, re- I-, I rewatched turbo kid for like the fifth time Turbo are, Kid? Yes. I don't know. No are idea. you serious? I, I must be. Okay. So there is a if if you are listening to this, go to Netflix right now and look up Turbo Kid. It is a it won Sundance like in 2015. Oh. And it is essentially it's the nineties idea of a post apocalyptic future. It takes place in nineteen ninety six. It is great. And uh if any of you remember Kid Vid the mascot to the kids meals at burger king nope. yes um yep is the main character kind of looks like him he has a power glove it's super gory he blows up people just by firing off a laser or two it's it's really 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 good so nope. nothing like turbo which no. was that snail nascar movie. i was thinking no, that actually yeah, <laughs> no no it's significantly better <laughs> okay all right well these are all good movies now i know a lot of trailers came out Oh, God, so many. I know the Deadpool 2 Electric Boogaloo trailer came out with Daddy Cable. Daddy Cable. Although I hate the cape so much. I just, I can't. I can't even. Has he ever had a cape? Yeah. No, he did. If I'm not mistaken, it's Mutant Messiah. Okay. Which is, I think, where Hope gets it. That's right. That's exactly it. Yeah. And then the teddy bear hanging off of his belt is very reminiscent of Hope and the Mutant Messiah. Okay. So, yeah. But the bigger thing is the fact that it looks like X-Force is in the movie as well. Yes. Because they're trying to peg Shatterstar when the plane opens up. That's going to be X-Force with him. So, we'll see. 
I'm excited about that, but I did think the trailer was entertaining because it's very Deadpool, very tongue-in-cheek meta kind of. Also, did you guys notice when he's playing with the action figure, Sheriff Deadpool is literally in the exact same outfit as Woody from Two yep. Toy Story? Reach for the sky! <laughs> <laughs> also, he grabbed Colossus's ass. Oh, yes. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, they are owned by Disney now, so that kind of I mean, sense. I would. Yes. Not the Colossus part. But the other so, There's a snake in my boot mm-hmm. or my throat. <laughs> wow. So we also had the trailer for Venom. Venom. Oh, with Thomas Wait, Hardy. Where, are we sure with, it's Venom? Are we sure? It wasn't a <laughs> fan made one that went. It's not another Tom Hardy movie. Uh, I love Tom Hardy. What's wrong with that? Another Tom Hardy movie. But I just heard Venom wasn't actually in the trailer. Well, he's not really. The symbiote <laughs> is in the trailer, but yeah. it's already. It's, a, it's in the where? canister. It's where? subtle. Well, it's a foundation. Teaser. It's just sitting there. It's just hanging out in its canister. Please don't cut me. Boo. Yes. I just I just love Tom Hardy a lot, and I forgot he was going to be Venom or Eddie Brock. I, I'm excited. I'm curious because it's Sony, but it's Sony with Marvel supervision, so it fits within the timeline universe. No, it's it's a different universe. Is, is it? it? Really? No, they've announced the what's his name that Spider Man is going to be in the movie. Oh, yeah, so that's it terrible. Will tie yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you, no. The original intent was for everybody else to exist outside of the oh, MCU. Okay. So they change yeah. their mind. Tom Holland, Spider-Man would be co-owned, but would be part of the MCU. But Venom, Black and Silver, and any other Spider-Man universe movies would be their own thing. You mean Silver yeah. Sable? Yeah, Silver there's Sable. Black Cat, Silver Sable. Oh, yeah. okay. But they yeah. change their mind. But apparently, because the, mean... the big thing was that they said that Tom Holland will appear in Venom. I just, oh, that's terrible. It, 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 really? That's Why? bad news. Why? Yeah. Because I've heard rumblings that People who are working on this movie are really proud to work on this movie, but everyone has said it is trash. Oh, uh, no. It is awful. It's oh, an odd idea. It's the Catwoman they... of the Marvel Universe, somebody else said. Yep. It's, it's, the odd, it's odd that they went with it. That's my thing. It's because they canceled all of the other like villain-centric stuff. Thank goodness. Other, Yeah, yeah. Like They, they were going to do like a Sinister um, Six I movie and all this other movie. stuff. No. Come on. No. But Come on. It's, no. it's odd that they went with it. No, because here's the thing. Venom fans are like Deadpool fans. They're ubiquitous, and they don't really leave a taste in your mouth. I just like Tom Hardy. I'm just going to say I it mean, again. No, I'm seeing it for Tom I'm Hardy excited. goodness. Like, Taboo is a great show. Look, I just... I'm, I'm about to get a movie pass, and I would not no? waste my one day in a, in a, <laughs> a, in week? a month of 30. Your one so, day a week? So I'll borrow a, yours no. so I can see it for free. Yes. There we go. Oh, wait, yeah. Is Perfect. it one day a week or one day it's, a month? W- no, it's That's a one, one day. day every day. Oh, every day. Yeah. You wouldn't even waste that one day? No. Wow. Can't do it. But right. I will. So. I right, guess. Well, as long as somebody taken. watches this. Can't see it here. Solo. Oh, yes. The big one. Well, I mean, for Star Wars fans, it's the big one. I haven't seen it. It's fantastic. It's worth it for the very shiny uh, Millennium Falcon and the very weird, like, vortexy Star Destroyer. Other than that, eh. Um, it's, and you've oh, got and, Childish and, Gambino yeah, as uh, yeah, uh, Lando. Glover is looks, Lando looks great. I mean, yeah. But he gets a hot second. So, I mean, you know. I mean, he'll be great. I'm no doubt, but just. Well, apparently all of the actors that originally played those characters all coached the new, all the new actors. Yeah, they had to because yeah. it was awful. Oh, we know too much. I'm excited. I, I actually, I heard Harrison Ford was even brought in. Yeah, yeah, so, he was. He was brought in. Um, I mean, Ron Howard is trying to write this ship. They didn't have any promo before the Super Bowl. The movie comes out three months. 
right? Oh, that's really yeah. Soon. So yeah. really, really yeah. soon. A little, a little scary, a little, a little. Like, we we don't know. Any other trailers? That's all. That's the trailer dump. I mean, they did an Infinity War promo, but I yeah. don't think they really have to do anything you else know, to make me want to see Black that movie. Panther. Honestly, oh, that's, that's yeah. really what it is. I can't wait. 2018 hashtag Black Magic. Black Magic. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. I'm putting on my all my crowns. All my crowns. Did you see the purple carpet for the premiere? No. Oh, yes. that purple. Oh, it's great. The purple carpet because purple is what royalty. And everyone who was anyone came decked out. Janelle Monet, Issa oh, Rae. Oh, I love Janelle Monet. Wait, she in the, she's not in the movie, though. No, she? but she went to the red she carpet. She should be. Why isn't she in the movie? I love her. Oh, I mean, not great. everyone can be in this movie. I know. Angela Bassett looked oh. phenomenal, oh, but yeah. when does she not? Oh, yeah. Come on. I'm, I'm just... Uh, when, when Ryan Murphy directs her? No? Wow. This, no, <laughs> even then. Even then. Even then. Transcends that. Thursday night you go i am i am going my ticket is bought i don't have to show up for work until like 7 30 the next day see i'm off friday i'm off thursday i'm off friday so this is perfect perfect timing wait and i've already decided that i'm only going to have like one drink because i can't get up during black panther no it's hard you gotta yeah i gotta be there your bladders yeah no beer bucket for this movie i did for power rangers Ooh, what'd you miss Actually, I just missed. I just missed um, like a third of the fight with Goldar. Oh, a third. That's okay. So we have some television that is also consuming our lives. So much TV. So uh, fucking much. So we have a lot of CW shows. Formerly UPN, formerly CW or WB, whatever. The Black Lightning show is remarkable. I've seen what I think the first two or three episodes. It's interesting because it's not I, I don't know like i feel like they're going for it but in a way that's not maybe always successful what do you guys think tell me what you think have you seen it i haven't seen it yet okay bj i've, I've seen the first episode what did you think it it hit it pretty much it hit all the right notes with me okay um i love and i absolutely love the actresses that play um his his the daughters family, his the, the daughters Do and you know his wife the mom is from doctor who season uh, the first eccleston season She's a British actress. She's done a yep. lot of stuff. I was shocked to see her, and I was shocked to see just how much good I thought very earnest, like the the the, the principal, like he's a principal at a school, and like has a great relationship with his students, has this gravitas. It's just really great. And he's a reluctant hero, which isn't unusual, it's unheard of, but like playing off the idea that Black Lightning was this thing years ago and is now something else. So I really dug it. I I don't know. I really the first two, I think it's the first two I've seen where he really gets back into it. His assistant is the one of the boyfriends from Kim Cattrall in uh, Sex and the City. Yep. Which is I was it, shocked. Is it the really gorgeous blonde hair? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. It's the, other, oh, yeah, the older one. But he's Bleh. got a stash. He's kind of older. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I don't know a lot of the Black Lightning mythos. I've never really kept up with that. As a solo series, so I, I would say I was surprised, but I'm not. Oh, honey. <laughs> Listen, Super Friends, I saw that. Every now and again, that he shows up. Black Vulcan. Oh, they actually, really? Yeah, yes. Black oh, Vulcan. Shit. You know what? Shit. No. <laughs> I'm tired of oh being here with these chicken shit gigs. <laughs> dealing with your race. It is fucking uh, Black History Month. Tell me Get this. your characters straight. As a DC 
uh, reader, which you are, and I am somewhat, how much have they differentiated Black Vulcan and Black Lightning in the comics? If at all. How I'm, I'm asking. I don't know. They're fairly different. Okay, 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 good. I remember Black Lightning showed up in Grant Morrison's Final Crisis. Uh-huh. All right, that's the last time I saw him in DC at all. Right? Probably. You, okay. Just making sure I'm on the same page here. <laughs> but Black Lightning Ooh, has no, an association. No, no, he had a one-shot. He, he had a one-shot. Okay, one shot. okay. Did it, it did, but one-shot. Mm. So, totally different than Black Vulcan. Yes. Even though the costume. Shut up. I, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just making sure I'm on the same page here. But no, I, I really thought they've handled it well. The The lesbian daughter's relationship with her girlfriend is great and interesting. Uh, there are lesbians in it? Black yeah. lesbians? Yeah, there's black lesbians yeah. in it. Oh, girl, y'all should have told me. The, the, the wife, the ex-wife, and sort of doesn't want her husband to put himself out there as Black Lightning. That's a whole thing. That's a whole angle. Like, I think it's a good show. They deal with the inner city drug culture, vice, the students of his school that get drawn into that and, and, and former students that just like it's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really thinking it's, it's good. It's separate. It's not in the flash universe. At least they've shown, which I thought oh, it would be. You wait. Well, crossover oh, yeah. time and it could happen. Nope. Mm-hmm. It will not become part of the crossover because the, um, the executives have said that they will not air more than four superhero shows at one time. Oh, they'll they'll bring them back. They're like, hey, we need to block you out for this week of shooting for this two-part episode where we bind y'all all together. Like, mm, Arrow used to be powerless. And now, I mean, I've never really watched Arrow. But, but I hear yeah. they have superpowers now. Some of them do. Arrow does not. Green Arrow. Anyway, so, yeah, it's only a matter of time. I just, I don't know. I've really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I'm I, BJ, you watch more of it. You let me know what you think. We'll talk uh, about definitely. it. Definitely. Of course, we also have The Flash, which they've moved on from some interesting storylines with The Thinker into something different, something more recent with The Flash going to prison. Yep. That's been interesting. They had Big Sur, played oh. by oh. Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh no. In two episodes, it was pretty great. Uh, Wait, he, the Flash is in prison? Yeah. Yep. Barry he Allen. went to jail? Barry Allen went to jail. Went to Iron Heights. Yep. Everyone knows who Barry Allen is? Well, some people do. Some people do, yeah. but still not everyone. Uh, I love the uh, Elongated Man story. I think that's been really good. I like his costume now. Yeah, they fucking finally got him <laughs> They gave him an awful, actual fucking costume. Yeah, whatever the hell that was. Um, is his wife in it? No, 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 no. Uh, Janet? No. What's Sue? Sue. 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 Oh, Sue. I was wondering if they were ever going to try and pull Identity Crisis. I, no. <sighs> no. No. I don't think that's going to happen. But no, it's been, it's been, I think, been really it's, interesting. It's, it's been a very good ride. They've changed it up from the normal format of the Flash arc in a way that I think is interesting. And I'm, 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 I'm digging it. Um, we had some good place, uh, some interesting. It's so good. Uh oh, uh oh. We don't want to spoil Just, it. Let's talk about how great it is. Okay. I'm probably going to watch it. All episodes catch up and binge tonight. Please don't ruin this for me. Well, and it, I have so little in life. It, it was renewed for really? a third season, though. It was renewed. It was renewed. Maya they, Rudolph. Oh my gosh. Oh, Maya was great. Oh my gosh. So they've made some changes to the overall arc that I, I was need shocked. You to say it was great. <laughs> I'm looking forward to season three. Myra Rudolph was amazing. Okay. Those are the statements. Let's let's say it again. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Do, do, it's been renewed. 
for a, a third season. Uh, evidently. For yeah. And Maya Rudolph was great. That too. So that's all we need to talk about the good place. Y'all ain't going real. Y'all not gonna steal my so, joy. What was the last episode you saw, Earl? Uh they were hiding under the train. Okay. Ooh, that was a good one. Oh wow, you're way back there. All right. Yes. Girl. I've been working. My job moved. I, I know that. I was there. I, I had to that. wheel and deal. I've been very busy. Have we all seen the Queer Eye, the new Queer Eye reboot? I have not, but you can spoil that for me because oh, I will we, eventually we can spoil that. That's so nice of you. I've seen five episodes. Oh, my God. How many are up on Netflix? Eight. Oh, Eight. Right. Yeah, first season. So, big spoiler here. Sorry, uh, anyone who wants to be not spoiled. Uh, they did reboot the whole show. It's totally a different cast. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of necessary at this point for at least budgetary reasons. Uh, all relatively unknown. I think. Swear. The, the only one I recognized was Jonathan, who's the grooming guy who was the host of Gay of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't know if I've seen that. He's but very much the same as he is, is in he? Gay of Thrones, yeah. which he's, is probably my favorite thing. He's about pretty him. fabulous. Let's be honest. Uh, maybe even a bear chaser, somewhat. Maybe I don't know. He seems. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so we have the usual sort of. You got a design guy. You've got a culture guy. Food grooming guy. food guy and clothes clothes yep. yes uh the clothes guy i forgot uh tan yes i don't know where i've seen him but i i've seen him in something too uh set out of atlanta that's a big change mm-hmm. yep. i mean not like where was the other one set out of new york la it was, i think new york i think it was new york, new york? yeah i was pretty sure it was new york yeah. so atlanta and sometimes jersey well <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, a lot of times Jersey. But Atlanta makes sense because you got all the Southern folk you can sort of highlight and show. Uh, Pat and I watched the first episode of BJ. You said you saw language Yeah, I, I just watched the first episode. For what? No, really, in this, it's coded for Southern. racist bigots. Yes. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. That, this time around, because it's more based off of it's you're doing your normal shtick, but there's a lot of overtones of acceptance. Yes, and you're dealing with a lot of people that are not necessarily around a lot of gay people, and getting to kind of expose them to that culture, and that it's not just oh, look at those little fairies over there. Like, yeah, they, it's not it's just really Sodom and deep. Gomorrah. I mean, look at those fairies. Look, <sighs> yes, we're people, but like radical fairies did before us, you be who you are, and you don't apologize. Yes. You don't expect. Like, straight people don't expect themselves to apologize. So, be militant. Be intrinsically who you are. And if it's an anathema to people who you don't give a fuck about, so be it. Well, I, they call that out somewhat. I, I really liked the 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 thing about the original show that's kind of... Well, I mean, because these, these shows trigger me. I am not exactly what you call a well-groomed person, um, especially for like the what they're kind of going for in the show but like i really liked the guy they picked um to do it with in the first episode because he was just kind of like he's a trucker he yeah, he's very much a trucker he's very much old he's 57 he just sits around he doesn't do anything but he has like feelings for somebody and he he has very low self-esteem and it's just one of those things where like, he was all gung-ho for it because he's just like, well, I'm not doing anything else. I might as well have somebody come in and help me. I thought he was very uh, 
impressionable. That sounds like a bad thing, but it's not. He was very open to the experience. Yeah. And that isn't always the case from the old show. I certainly remember Eric and I were talking about this earlier. Because I think we watched the original series together a lot. And just, like, they weren't always super into it. Like, they kind of went along like, oh, okay, it's great. Um, but I mean, I, I guess I have an intrinsic issue with the whole idea of it. And like, I think BJ, this kind of reflects on what you're talking about. We aren't all that good at being this like put together and the queer eye. I'm glad they dropped for the straight guy because yes. that, that opens up their audience. But like, as much as it is a great service to these people, they learn a lot. It's very, you know, it's all good. It's positive. I just, the representation of it feels disingenuous. And I will say, of the how many other five of the original Fab Five, right? Yes. yes. There are no bear representations. There are no trans representations. There are no uh more well, there's a feminine, I guess, but just it feels very much like the original series where it's these five fairly well put together little twinks that have their shit together and are good. And that's fine, but it's not the community that I recognize does See, that make sense well i mean yeah i i, I as you're saying i think that's why they dropped the straight guy thing because i i sense on the horizon they're going to do like for like queer eye for the great like they're gonna have some some queer people they're helping they're gonna have some trans people there's already, already one something? episode there's already episode one episode four okay. is yeah. a uh oral and i were talking about this earlier it's a black guy who's gay has a boyfriend and who was upset about the fact that he didn't come out to his father before he died. And the whole purpose is for him to come out to his stepmother. And it really digs deep into uh, being black and being gay. And um, and one of his big worries is coming off as feminine. Okay. Like in the way he dresses, it's very conservative and all that. Yep. So. Well, that's good then. I feel like that is more honest as a conversation. I guess just th- if, if I had to pick one thing that turned me off a lot, it was that. But this first episode was very endearing. The guy really had a transformation. They got him to do things that this guy probably never thought he would ever do. He reconnected with his ex-wife. I and mean, she, it was she looked good. Yeah, she did look I good. I was like, damn, She man. came out. I was like, wow. Ooh, yellow dress. <laughs> <laughs> Sundress real. Anyway, I just, I don't know. I'm I'm also torn because I think back even when the original show was out, I felt like it was pandering a bit. It was great because it was some of the few representation we had ever had, but I don't know. I also really liked the third episode, which is it deals with the whole gay straight thing, but also deals with uh, race relations because the third guy is a cop in Georgia. And kind of as the whole intro scene, they're all driving the truck and... The black guy is driving. Who's the culture guy? Karama? Karoma? Karama. Yeah, Karama. Karamo. And they have a cop pull the truck over. And so there's some tension there. And the cop that pulls them over is the guy who nominated the guy who's going to be on the episode. Uh, But it sets the whole thing off where Karama shuts down a little bit. And they have to make over this cop. And so the two of them get into a very good conversation about African-Americans and cops and whole race wow. relation thing. Nice. They have some really good conversations in the episodes. So you've seen I, the most of it, Eric. You, yeah. you think it's pretty good so far? I do. It's, I think if anything, the second episode has been the weakest so mm-hmm. far. Um, it's still a good makeover, but it doesn't really touch on any sort of deep issues, I feel. Yeah. Well, if you guys like the original or if you don't even remember the original, but you like Ted Allen or 
Who's the one in Carson, RuPaul? Carson. Carson. And what the hell happened Jay to the rest Rodriguez. of them? They all. Ted Allen. Was... Oh, no, I said Ted. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Ted's on the Food Channel or Food Network, whatever. Yep. But Kian and the design guy, I can't even remember his I name mean, now. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, check it out. It's on Netflix. I thought it was like a Bravo thing, and then I realized, oh nope, Netflix. Um, there were other trailers that came out. Of course, we're talking about Jessica Jones season yes. two, which starts like within the next few weeks, early March, right? March eighth. Yeah, and and Rap. Hellcat's in there. Well, of course Hellcat's in there because she's, but she actually goes as Hellcat. Is that what we've seen? There's a point towards the end of the trailer where you hear uh, Trish talking, and she says maybe she needs someone by her side. Maybe she needs a sidekick. So they're it's she, kind of she beats, foreshadowing of Hellcat. Then she beats somebody's ass down. Woo! Is it is it Typhoid Mary? Is that the villain of the season? They brought back the Purple Man to some extent. I know that. Yeah. I saw an article about Typhoid Mary, so I didn't know if that was. We'll have to get back to you on that when we look at the internet sometime else. But I will say I'm excited because I just finished the Kate Leth uh, Hellcat series. Or I don't know if you kept up with that. No, I didn't. Towards the end. It was a really solid run, and I'm actually kind of sad that it did have to end eventually. But uh, if you really like the character Hellcat, how many of you know who the character Hellcat is? Oral and myself. It's Patsy. And, you know, every <laughs> now and again, like we've yeah. all encountered her in random things. But seriously, Kate Leth did a great job with that character, and it's probably oh, yeah. one of the best series they've done uh, of those kind of characters in a while. So uh, we also had the Westworld season two trailer that comes out in April. The actual in the second series comes out in April 22nd. I'm dying for I it. I need to go back and finish the first season. Oh, uh, yeah, you do. I, I, same here. Do yeah, y'all do. Yep. Maybe someday they'll invite us back to do a panel. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh the Matthew. deepest cut. Oh. oh no, I'm very excited. Uh, they did preview like they're. It looks like they're going to a different area of well, the world. Well, supposedly the trailer hinted at it, like eight different areas, there eight different are, parts. Yep, but they're not all open. But then there's the Japanese one they've talked about with Samurai World, and like I don't care about that as much as just. I want to know what happens next. Those 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 robots—they're going crazy. They're they're doing their own. They're it's it's going to be a thing. I'm excited. They're they're taking their freedom. Brian. That's right. They're That's taking not it crazy. Back. Freedom is not crazy. No, you're right. It's not crazy. But I'm excited. The <laughs> Revolution—it's it, it's very exciting, and I'm very uh, into that. So, uh, any other shows that you guys want to mention? Shield Agents of Shield is wrapping up the future storyline that's been going for most it, of the- that has been solid. It has. It's I've not in, bad. It just, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's long in the tooth. I've been kind of like, all right, what are you going to do next? There's theories. I'm excited that they're they're come they're coming back from the future. Are they all coming back? That's the question, and I'm I would like it if they are. So, if you like what we're doing and you have been excited for our new episodes, you know how you can help us. I know Oral does. I do. You can write us a review on Apple Podcasts. iTunes. iTunes or, or iTunes, yeah. but use like Apple Podcasts. Sure. Um, we're also on Stitcher. And then what's the new one, Pat, that I always forget, but it's really cool? Podchaser. Podchaser. Thank you. I How can you forget Chaser? But Podchaser, you can write us reviews there. You can star us. You can rate us. Those really help us. Also, if you want to find us, we're on Facebook. Just type in flame on. You can look for us. There's like a like a, a warning sign that says, hey, homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> well, there needs to be now. Warning. 
homosexual. And on Twitter, we're Flame on Podcast. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, we really do appreciate those who have reached out. Ron, in our little digital G-string, gave us some, a little extra dough. <laughs> Spend on some some big uh, new headphones that we've got and some other whatever stuff we were going to So right? comfy. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Uh, but we appreciate it. If you do like us, like I said, just just... Talk to us. Let us know. It's always nice to hear people listen to us. I know I've heard recently people have been listening to the Rootcaps. They love them. They think they're fantastic. I'm very excited that you guys are still doing that. And if you are enjoying all this and you want to become a patron of our show, you can also head over to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show. You can donate anything as little as a dollar. But the more that you donate, the more perks that you get. Uh, There is a nerdy show lounge. There are. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Patron Hangouts. And uh, you can even earmark some of that money to come directly to us. Just add it in the notes and uh, we'll get that. We really do get that. And it's very, very appreciative. Uh, video games. Uh, I know there's a lot of excitement going on with Kingdom Hearts. I have not heard the new. It's coming the, out this the, year. The third game. It's real. It's I coming. don't believe it, though. I think it's just a the, fake. It's so, fake news. It's so funny because there was a tweet from the composer of the song from the trailer. Yep. Uh-huh. And said, okay, they used a minute and a half of my song. If this game doesn't come out soon. I'm gonna release the whole thing. Oh, oh nice! <laughs> well, so the idea, so so the the trailer they released is, in fact, it's uh they re- uh, released a new world and they're going to Monsters Inc. Uh, That's a movie I never saw. They're doing Monsters Inc. and that and uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy actually get monster forms. Yeah, which isn't a surprise. Um, the well, because they always go to a world in all the games where like either they're animals or fish or something or computer programs or computer programs. Um, are you a user? Yeah. <laughs> nice. But but it's it's it looks really good. I just I just need a release date because they keep saying coming 2018, and then they also introduced um, apparently literally every major villain from the previous games are going to be in this game because we don't remember who they are because that game came out in like 2006. Jesus, did it really? Neither does Sora. Yeah, That's the best holy part about it. crap! Like it literally came out. It was probably my sophomore year. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was my sophomore year in college. I thought college. Final Fantasy so was bad, but damn. Let me explain something to you. The stars, the suns will burn out, and we will still be waiting for no. Kingdom Hearts no, 3. No, I. It's, it's going it to happen, out, I'll be happy. I'll put it this way. If you're going to get that before Half-Life 2 or 3. I thought they finally cut the cord on the they Half-Life series. They basically have. Yeah. So. Okay. So that trailer came out, and then Nintendo Labo, Labo, 
It's like this weird maker paper craft using your switch to make little fancy robots and pianos. So, can... so start stocking up on your cardboard boxes now. No, no, no. I think you actually have to use their cardboard yeah. boxes. You probably can make your own, but like it's it's a whole thing. Each kit is like 90 bucks, 80, 90 bucks. You can only do so many things with them out of the box. I want that giant robot one, though. That giant robot one. Where you're like fighting, punching. Yeah. yeah. It's like, ridiculous. I think it's really cool. I'm not negative about this at all. However, Nintendo is like Apple. You've got to buy their shit. So if you're okay dropping that money for your kids or your nephews or whatever, it's like 90 bucks, I think, 80, 90 bucks per. No, and it's a lot of cool things. Like I said. And I, I think it depends on the kit also. I think it depends on which, which like the piano one versus like the giant robot backpack you're using. Yes. No, there are yeah. two kits to start. They'll probably do more. I want to see an ecosystem where people can submit their own designs, like a Mindstorms, like a that would be awesome. Little Big Planet, like those kind of things. If they do that, I'm on board. But it looks cool, and you know, honestly, that they've they're thinking outside the box. I'm sorry, ah. did not want to make that pun, but ah. it was there. I couldn't help it. So, ah. are there any other video games fun things? Uh, I'm excited for the 3D remake of Secret of Mana coming out. I bet you are. Oh. Yeah, I did not know that was happening. Yeah, that's coming out soon. Uh, that yeah. was the first RPG game I ever played. Mm-hmm. Have you guys played HQ Trivia on your phones? No. It's a live trivia game show. It's actually pretty fun. Hmm. It drains the shit out of your phone. Like, the battery just goes from like, oh, yeah. full to nothing. Yeah. But it's at certain points in the day. You go in. There's 10 questions. If you keep up with each one, you get them right. You actually can win a share of the pot. Awesome. So, oh. and the pot's like 2500 bucks usually. So, if you have like 20 people, then it can be a lot of money. If it's less, if more than that, then it's smaller. Team Flame On. But I have not done well enough. Uh, I've played it like twice and I have not made it through the end. So, you know, obviously I'm sad. But it's fun. It was really fun. It's a really cool kind of a experiment that they're doing and they're doing it all mobile. So, mm-hmm. check it out. Any other games? Um, Bayonetta 2 comes out this month and oh. I am. I never got to play it because I didn't have a Wii U. So Bayonetta 2 comes out and there's they did release a trailer for Bayonetta 3. So my favorite drag queen. Furry. Witch, something. Hair, hair witch. Hair witch. Yeah. She, when she summons demons, they're made out of her hair. Oh, wow. good to know. Yeah. Uh, so comics. Uh, we did very recently a comics micro where we did a deep dive on all these different comics that we really are excited about. I think what we're doing today is sort of an update on what's changed since then. There have been a few major uh, things that have happened. Phoenix Resurrection finally wrapped up. We have the new uh, X-Men Red uh, team led by Jean Grey. We have uh, Jean Grey, Young Jean Grey book uh, issue 11. I don't think that was out when we talked. We also have some uh, DC stuff, including the new latest Metal. So some some big things have happened. We could talk uh, about Iceman, which unfortunately is wrapping up very soon. I did get caught up. It's been really good. I'm very happy that Cena's had a chance to do some really cool stuff. Admittedly, I still don't know that. I feel like it's it's Bobby. Feels like it's a little young for Bobby, but, you know, at least the the older X-Men Bobby. I don't know. I I mean, maybe. I mean, I I like like the, the beginning of it. It was I felt like it was Bobby. But it was like, I like the fact that everybody kept calling him older Bobby. 
Like that was one of my favorite Salt things about the wound. comic. Here you go. Yeah, like not only is your younger self more put together than you, but we're also going to make sure you know that you're old, Bobby. Oh, you old bitch. I would love to hear from my more in-depth X-Men fans, especially my Jean Grey fans, what they thought of the end of X-Men uh, or the end of the Jean Grey Resurrection series and X-Men Red. I have not read X-Men Red. You're fucking up. I, listen, I just haven't read it. <laughs> I'm not as excited about this. You should be. Okay. Tell me why. Okay. So, well, let's backtrack. Okay. Phoenix Resurrection. Pat, thoughts? Overall, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, certain parts towards issues three or four felt a little like I don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. Holding patterns. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It very yes. much felt like that. I loved the all the dead X-Men in this egg being incubated with Gene. When Icarus showed up, my heart broke. No. A multiple man, uh, oh, Banshee. Yeah. Seeing all these people was fantastic. Um, I think overall it ended well. Issue five. Huh. The shadiest of shades. I Seriously? loved it. I actually uh, really liked the whole, end of it. I, I was mm-hmm. nope. When mm-hmm. Scott was there, and then mm-hmm. she she hit him with some TK, <laughs> and then she was like, "Wait, you're real." And I was <laughs> like, "Oh, this is how we're gonna get everything back, and we're gonna correct it." Nope. And then they had that touching moment, and then she was like, it's time for us to let go, and he got gray, and then he withered and died, and I was like, uh-oh. My favorite part of it was that Possessed Phoenix, that first outfit, that kind of like blackish outfit, uh-huh. uh, that was by far the best, and then it set up, you know, what was coming up, so I liked it overall. I I love how shady that issue was because it gave you like every like iconic iteration of hers like, yep we could go back to this we could do that you could be your best self again it's like you mean the self that got cheated on through a psychic affair and died <laughs> not once but twice oh okay when wearing brian, that watched, bad leather outfit mm-hmm. oh brian you remember uh did you ever watch downton abbey no i did not okay there's a christmas special spoiler alert eight years later there's a christmas special where um, one of the titular characters finally, you know, like got married, had a kid, and like she's holding her child for the first time, waiting for her husband to show up. He gets the news that was so horrible. Yep. Oh my god. And he gets the news, and he's driving, and he dies in a car accident. Oh. And, and so I always say, you know, the BBC is great for Christmas specials because sometimes Merry Christmas, your husband's dead. Like literally. <laughs> That's exactly what I saw. So the last shot of that episode was her happily holding her baby mm-hmm. while we all know that her husband's Husband dead in a ditch. No, so I I uh, listen, I just can't this epi- this whole thing you said placeholder m- making time, waiting the the ex the, the Cyclops thing just kills me though. I just uh Well here's the thing is that uh, this has to be a new direction for Gene. Because then why is the outfit the same almost as it's the nineties? Not it's it's a it's an homage to mm. an older like a lot of her older costumes. Like Star Wars is an homage to the older movies. But see, here's the thing: like story wise, where Star Wars failed to like mm. move past their like safety zone, mm-hmm. Jean's in a new direction. She doesn't have Scott. She broke up with Phoenix, and I love that. Yeah, I get that, but it's 
Because Don't, like it's a new direction, but then you're throwing all this imagery that's meant to remind me of the nineties. Like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Well, I feel like no. Here's the thing: what is the phoenix? But the the ultimate get. You know this this cosmic entity, this god says, "You are everything I've ever wanted. You are it. You are perfect. Let me give you everything you want." But you know that power comes at a cost. You know it's going to drive you insane. It's going to force you to kill your friends. It's going to force you, like, it's going to drive you to the point where you're just like, I ate a galaxy, and what? I ate lots of people. It's a toxic relationship. And so you have to break free of that. No, I get that. Yeah. I just, the costume. It's it's just a costume. It Literally, all of that I get. It's just a costume. Yeah, the costume could use some work. So what happened in in X-Men Red, then? Who who is in Red? Um, It's Jean. Nightcrawler, um, Gentle, who's the mutant for Wakanda. Uh, it's also X23 and Honey Badger. I Wolverine love Honey Badger. Honey Badger. I'm sorry, yes. I'm Wolverine sorry. Honey Badger. Honey Badger? Ooh, that's, I don't her, even, that's her code name, Honey Badger. I didn't even know. Given to her by they're... Deadpool, right? No, by Dokken in oh. the Wolverine book. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's Namor, who I always love seeing Namor in something. And then Trinary, who we haven't met yet. Um, but we we only see a, a couple of these people. You see what Jean's trying to accomplish. She doesn't belong in this world anymore, which is like you can feel it. You can feel that she is out of place. She has all of this sort of. It's not naivete. She has this sort of like idealistic. I'm here. I've been giving this second chance, and it's, it's a lot of what you deal with people who like survive car accidents or feel like they have a new lease on life. They have this vision of the world that doesn't actually line up and when that comes crashing down and you see who's orchestrating that now it's totally worth it and is that worth spoiling yes no 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 that's, no. A, that's a big spoiler. that is a big spoiler. all right all right oh cool I'll, I'll read it i just i don't know so and in young gene brought back to life that was surprising i actually was surprised i didn't know what they were gonna do yeah i think they're eventually gonna send them back so you can't 100% kill off Gene. Um, but now they're going to be going on a space mission with Venom. Poison X because Venom is 30. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't really care about it. Yeah. But I, the, what it'll set up is that X-Men Blue will take a turn and it's going to be a different team that's going to be there for at least a couple of issues and Polaris will be heading that up. Apparently it's going to be Polaris versus Havoc. So mm. it'll be interesting to see how that huh. goes. So, X-Men, there's some exciting things. Jessica Jones, I believe, is sort of winding down. Not that it's ending, but that Bendis is wrapping his the stuff up. The final issue of Bendis. That's sad. I mean, I know he's going on to... I mean, he's going to try to reinvent Superman for the billionth time, putting his tights back on. But, you know, like, whatever. It's cool. I'm I'm okay with that to a point. But, uh, yeah, Jessica Jones has been pretty good still. Pretty consistent, right? I haven't been reading it. I I hear the story arc is phenomenal. I'm just behind. I know Purple Man's involved. Purple Man's back. Been trying to get to Jessica using her daughter, using Carol. Turned an entire city on itself to get Jessica to stop and talk to him. And basically broke down and had a midlife crisis in this last issue. And he doesn't understand like what to do. He's like, what if I'm a god? I don't, you know, I don't know where I am in my life. She basically tells him, no, you're not a god because you're a monster. <laughs> and uh, 
it kind of mimics the show, at least one portion of season one of Jessica Jones, where she pulls the whole, well, if you have all this power and you can do all this, then why don't you, you can make the choice to do it for good. And it really kind of ends this issue with him saying that he wants to be a hero. Or he wants to be somebody that's going to use his power for good. He, uh, he sends Carol on her way. You know, he's out in the, the hallway crying and Jess is like, I, I'm not going to go watch him cry. And, It'll be interesting to see how they, they turn Purple Man from uh, this, you know, could be creator of all this chaos into potentially a hero. So, Defenders is also wrapping up, I believe. Same situation. Uh, so, yeah, Marvel is definitely going through a bit of a transition time. However, Doctor Strange is still it's Oh, my Very God. Good. It's so good. Very uh, uh, Art's great. Uh, Story's great. I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't know a lot about Donny Cates before. And Marvel 2-in-1, I've heard, has been excellent. I haven't read it. 2-in-1 is is a blast. We're getting... I'll, I will try to find you an issue because okay. it is everything you want in comic books, Brian. It's joy. It's comedy. It's action. It's Ben and Johnny looking for sue reed and the kids but the thing is johnny thinks they're still alive because ben told them they're still alive but ben really thinks they're dead and the only person who really knows the quote-unquote truth is doom oh and doom is in the mix as is well. it doom bendis's doom or is it, it... Is bendis's doom yes. okay okay it is it is great written by chip Zdarsky. this Aww. is because sometimes like i i appreciate chip Zdarsky's. I, I don't always gravitate to everything he writes. Sure. But when he gets something for me that sparks, like I'm all about it. And his art, like he's not doing the art in this book, I'm sure, but his art in Sex Criminals is still amazing. All 21 issues after eight years. Oh, I know. We talked about that <laughs> in our little comics thing. So DC, real quick, there was a new update on metal. They kept on meddling. Like, I don't know that a whole lot happened, like, that, that changed the state of the board, but, like, there's only one more issue. One more issue comes out it mid-March. It seems like there's a lot to accomplish in that one issue. It'll be oversized. In March. Wow. Oh, but they're having the Wild Hunt between now and then, right? Yeah, Wild Hunt comes out, I want to say soon, because I don't want to ruin the magic. Oh, fuck it. It comes out next week. It comes out Wednesday. Oh, oh, and Morrison got involved, I believe, in that, yes, uh, which is because exciting. Because he pulled up to his house with a dump truck full of money. <laughs> I would assume. Or a lot of Quaaludes. We're not sure. Could be both. Well, Y'all they- looted up? We got Quaaludes still? <laughs> but they, um, then also, I, I know DC announced that there's going to be a new hero from the ashes of this event. There's a few they've thrown out there. Called Sideways? Yeah. There's like eight. Damage, Jeez. Sideways, the, what's that family? Silencer. Silencer. The Terrific. Curse they're doing, of Brimstone. They're doing all of this. It, yeah. We'll see. Uh, it'll be dependent on who the creative team. It'll be dependent on how they, they do. But like overall, yes, yes. I read uh, Terrific's number one. You said it is great. I'm excited. I I was a little iffy after that preview in the back of the DZ comics. Don't worry about that. All right, good. Because I like Lemire. He's doing some good stuff, but he's inconsistent now. Uh, Snagglepuss Chronicles issue two. Holy! I still shit. haven't read it. Like the first issue was solid. It had a little bit of like a slow burn. Mm-hmm. set up the world issue two uh huckleberry hound right i get that right yep all of his backstory of coming out to his family he was married he had a kid they found out he was 
cavorting with the the homosexuals in the town kicked him out he's worried about his kid not having a father that was the like oh my god moment of that whole story the rest was great you know what it reminded me of that episode of Mad Men where don like divorced uh betty and he's living in his hotel in new york i'm sorry his shitty apartment and he eats denty more it was the denty more scene it, yes <laughs> no it was but sandwiched no i mean that's not a pun in the middle of all that it was uh snagglepuss going around and recruiting sort of a rogues gallery of people to help out with his play his production that was sort of failing and his meeting with the house un-american activities who yep trying to woo him away to write good pr- plays about how great america is propaganda. how terrible propaganda and then him telling them rightly to fuck off and then he gets the summons because the appear. first time they summon you is to see if you'll comply the second time they summon you is to ruin you yep so yeah. i i definitely think this is a, still a slow burn you've got to be patient with it it's not quite like the Flintstones. Mark Russell's doing something else, mm-hmm. but it's well researched, no question, and it's very important in this day and age. And it is, it's going to be good. It's going to be something special. I it's, think it's a wonderful allegory. Oh yes, uh, those uh, Mr. Miracle hasn't come back since last we talked. Nope, not that's yet. a big one for me. I don't. I think we're in kind of a lull. Um, which you got came out with a new special. Yeah, how was that? And actually, I'm only a few pages in. But it's part prose, part comic again, I, which I that, that's my favorite like mashup. And it's uh, the original Pantheon that we saw in the beginning. So it's like 1923. And like uh, the deities they have are like, I think, Crawley, Langston Hughes. Like oh. it is it is everything that I want. Really? It is everything. So that that I filling want. in sort of the backstory of all the, mm-hmm. the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read. I'm actually going to read that tonight. Well, if you guys have comics that you've been enjoying and you want to share them with us, please put them up on our Facebook, Flame On Show on Facebook, Flame On Podcast on Twitter, and anywhere else you find us. Let us know what you're enjoying, what you're reading, what you've enjoyed that we've recommended. We love hearing about that. And uh, keep up with our RuPaul RuCast, which come out every Monday while All Stars 3 is in session. Well, let's do one-ups. Let's go with BJ. Oh, boy. I've been immersed in Zelda Breath of the Wild. I know it's been out for a year. I know, like, but I just got a Switch, and I was apprehensive about it when I got it. I was like, I don't know. I never played Skyrim. It's kind of Zelda Skyrim, and no, I'm all in. Like, the story's great. Voice acting in a Zelda game is a little bit weird. It still weirds me out every time you go through, like, a memory and Zelda's talking to you, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? And yet you still don't talk, which is absolutely fantastic. Oh, well, who this woman? Who this? Who is you? Nobody talks in Hyrule. The difficulty curve is delightfully terrifying because I wandered into central Hyrule, which is covered in guardians. And I don't know how I survived long enough to get to the tower, but I survived long enough to get to the tower and proceeded to just stand there for probably about 20 minutes. I think I went, I think I went and wandered off just to let my heart rate go down, but it's great. It's a lot of fun. My new generation Nintendo experience is, has been a good one so far. Mm -hmm. Do yourself a favor and get the DLC. I did. The first uh, part of it is okay, 
Um, there's nothing major to it aside from the um, Trial of the Sword, I think it's called. The second DLC is fantastic. I Absolutely amazing. Yet. I'm excited. So, and, and the, yeah, and the other thing was that um, I'm actually really enjoying kind of playing at my own pace. That is the thing that I've, I've loved the most is that I was like, all right, well, they gave me this mission, but I think I'm a wanderer. And I pretty much gave my, like, my own personal goals were activate all the towers. So I have a fucking map. Because the best part about this game is I can't go to YouTube and cheat by finding out where certain things are. Because my map, they're, they're like, oh, just go to this bridge. And I'm like, well, where the fuck? Oh, that's right. I, I still have to make the map. So it it forces you. It doesn't even really force you. It just gives you the option of just wandering around to to do your own thing, which is great. Oral, what's your one-up for the week? I was going to say video games. I'm finally going to get PlayStation Plus, but really, let's let's be serious. Black Panther uh. is gonna fucking blow the roof off of everything. Yeah. I hear that Michael B. Jordan steals the show. I'm really, I'm ready for the Dora Milaje. Like, look, if people were mad after Luke Cage, People will be livid, apoplectic. I think they already are. Yeah, they've already started. I just can't. It is. A friend of mine says, we kept reminding you that we were kings and queens, and now we're literally going to show you it for millions upon millions of dollars. Mm -mm. It it is every, there's a running joke where, you know, what are you wearing to Black Panther? And people are like, I have my dashiki ready. Nice. Yes. You have a dashiki. I have a dashiki, yes. Oh. Um, there was one person who's just like, oh, me and my squad ready. And it was like coming to America, like full reality of Wakanda, like <laughs> uh, Zamunda. Wow. But the thing is, is everyone's like, you know, there are other black superheroes. And in comparison, there haven't been that many. Blade was of a different like ilk in time. And Blade is still an anti-hero because... You know, he kills a bunch of people and he sucks the blood. He's a vampire. You know, this is this is the the first like major studio like black superhero and I, I I know there will be points where I cry. And it's not just because like uh, like I'm I'm a I'm a passing black panther fan. Like I've read a lot of stuff that has black panther in it because it's been very interesting. I love reading Tanahasi Coates' run. I think it's fantastic, but to see, it's like the first time I I was I went on a cruise and I stepped foot on St. Thomas, and I I saw people like everywhere I looked who looked like me, you know. I heard people who sounded like the people I grew up with. Like there's a there's a sense of belonging that sometimes you don't get in in media and representation in movies, and and I'm I I'm gonna get it, and it's gonna be really impactful it's gonna be really emotional and it's gonna be super exciting and fun so have i seen justice league no have i seen ragnarok not yet but will i see black panther thursday night at 10 30 p.m literally down the street and around the corner at winter park absolutely Nice. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I'm excited about the movie. Eric? For me, it would be curling in the Olympics. Oh, you damn right it. Now. Why'd you take <laughs> my thing? <laughs> you should have gone first. I kind of uh, saw that coming. Uh, uh, Matt Hamilton's mustache. Yes. He's he's Mario, right? <laughs> exactly. Have you seen that? Before? Yeah. I said, <laughs> the ham fam. Mario Kart curling. Yeah, basically. Yeehaw. 
yeah, so just the Olympic coverage in general. I'm always a big fan of the Olympics. I will say this. My roommate had curling on when I ran into the house to grab my shit and ran back out. So oh. just so you know, people are watching curling. I, we, it's working. We know this. In fact, our last Learn to Curl was booked. Our next Learn to Curl is also booked. So we're very happy. Mm-hmm. Pat? Simple and easy. Oral actually put it on my Facebook page. The 90s Ultimate Love Song Collection, the Time Life Collection. <laughs> commercial gave me all sorts of life because as uh, it went through, first off, it took me right back to actually seeing that commercial when uh, it was on television. Jesus. Um, and then it cycling through, like, I Swear by All for One, mm. uh, Richard Marks right here waiting. Yes. Um, and then what is probably the epitome of all, like, my most favorite, okay, maybe tied for top with uh, another song. But my absolute favorite Gloria Stefan song, Anything For You. I'd do anything for you. Uh, <laughs> but that and uh, and then it made me automatically think of uh, Pure Moods and uh, yes. Enigma and Tubular wow. Bells and all of that. So and, and yeah. 90s, mid-90s uh, music infomercial. Now that's what I call music. No. 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 I, that's I don't saying, shut your mouth. I'm saying that's a horrible collection. I'm saying oh. those collections yes. are what I call music. Yes. Uh-huh. No, and I mean now when it first started it was fine because it, it wrapped up, you know, like stuff. And then they were like, We need one every other week. And then it was like Yeah, you're really, really reaching for it. But those time life collections and them damn pure moods, mm-hmm. all worth it. Sad note. So it's you know, Pat, you know how some sometimes people are like, I'm new here and I want to sing during karaoke. We're going to talk shop for a second, but it, it it applies. You'll see why. I want to sing that Aladdin song. And I'm like, which Aladdin song? <laughs> you know Lord. which one? The, the, the duet, A Whole New World. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, I thought I had chosen the the standard one, which is like two and a half minutes is nothing. I did not. I chose the Peebo Bryson version. No. Girl, you need to pay attention. No. Pay attention. No, it was mislabeled. Oh, well, it right. was mislabeled. <laughs> and so I'm just like, as soon as it came out, I'm like, ah, uh, this reminds me of pure. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I tap over. I'm like, I look, uh, it was a, a, a lovely interracial couple. She was gorgeous. He was fucking handsome. And I'm like, girl, you know this is the Peebo Bryson version? She's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, you want me to change it? She's like, it's all right. I'm like, all right. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, uh, since Eric took mine, I will go with the launch of the space. Was it the heavy? Falcon, Falcon heavy? heavy? Yeah. Falcon I, heavy. I watched that outside of my office. I was very excited. I was like, oh, I can see that shit from here. They're going up to space with a Tesla. They're going to play Rocket Man. No, they're going to play uh, Space Oddity. I always do that. And then I went upstairs and watched the landing. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at those two rockets land simultaneously. Like, this is amazing. And then where's the third one? Where's the third one? <laughs> they didn't show the third one. <laughs> that third one plunged right into the ocean. Oh, really? Yes. Yep. Uh, okay. But I will say my favorite like use of that whole um, Tesla with the little astronaut guy in it. And like, what are they up to now? And it's got him driving through the Mario Star uh, Rainbow Bridge map. Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. Like, that it's is it's amazing. Uh, there's like a Star Trek one they they pay homage to. I think it's from Voyager, where they're like, "What is that signal coming?" And this is like something about rust. And then they show it's the you know the ship. Anyway, 
I am very happy that Elon Musk has more money than sense and that his sense has led him to try to push us out into the space. Because that's like, this is what's going to get us yep. into space. Also, do you know what happens when two rockets land perfectly in time? It's called synchronicity, too. Ah, oh, my God. I wow. Love it. Such wow. a good reference. Oh, Pat, I don't know if you're proud of me for that or slightly disgusted. I'm proud of you. How about how about both? Can we sing that sometime? I love that song. I don't know if I <laughs> so actually want to sing it, but it's it's fun. Anyway, so that's our one-ups of the week. If you have a one-up things that are giving you life this week, please share them with us. Flameonshow.com on Facebook and Twitter and all your social media outlets. We are there waiting for you. Involve us in your weird comics gate if you're some crazy right-wing nut. You want to drag us under the bus. That's cool. That gets us free publicity. Why not? We can take it. Uh, I can take a lot. <laughs> I like being abused, so go oh, ahead. Geez. So, uh, we'll be back in two short weeks with more Flame On content, and of course, every week with our RuPaul Drag is the New Spandex Recap. May the best woman, best woman, wow. Wagon wheel, Oh, my lord. Chop, 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 chop. chop. Oh, with the pork chop. All right. See you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.